You have officially been cleared for communication with the Is It Safe podcast. Your contacts code names are Luke. It's, it's hollow uh, spaces between advertising. So, you know, commercials are, are what you're watching. And so that makes you angry. If you actually feel anything and if you care and if you give a shit, you, uh, you'll fucking lose your goddamn mind. Mike. Suddenly salt is healthier because it's from the fucking Himalayans and it's pink. I was saying this to Leanne in the kitchen the other day. I'm like, this is stupid. What am I doing? I might as well just well, buy fucking Morton's classic Jewish salt and just keep it in business. <laughs> keep Morton's in business. That. I hope they're still in business. And Scott. The teacher that every boy wanted to get with was the French teacher whose name was Mrs. Pounds. True story. Oh, boy. Guess who's back? They said it couldn't be done. They said they would never reunite again. But he is back in the his house from his extended stay in beautiful Arizona. Uh, yeah. How did you do it? How did you survive? How did you come back to this mess that is called life in the Michigan area, Scott? Welcome back. It sucks, man. But honestly, so... My parents are, you know, 75 and 66 or whatever. It was fucking overwhelming, man. Like, I don't know how close you live to your folks or both, you know. Are both of your Way folks amongst the, amongst the living? <laughs> oh, you hell friend, yeah. You know? No big time. Okay. <laughs> so I don't have to see my, I mean, they. my folks left in, in, in 17. <laughs> So I haven't seen them in like a, my mom in like a few years. They're, those motherfuckers are just falling apart. They're like trailer trailer park trashy hoes now, just slipping into senility. Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of a bummer. So yeah, it sucks to come back from sunny in '72, but I'm like, look, man, I love you, but you. You motherfuckers have issues that you need to work out, you know. On the phone, everything is peaches and cream. And then when I go there, I'm like, it's fucking front lines. I see the war happening. Like, yeah. <laughs> the boring war waging uh-huh. every day in the mean streets of Vail, Arizona. So I think it wasn't the, uh, the boring. The boring war. I think that is correct. That is the right way. Like, Welcome all, to all of hell. our parents are fighting the boring war. Dude, it was it's yeah. Trendy. I love my folks, yeah. but it was it was kind of it was kind of welcome to hell. And Stephanie, my girlfriend, was uh, goodly enough to come with me. And my mom is like in love with her, but I just had to keep telling her every four to six hours, like I love you, I appreciate you, thank you for being here. <laughs> I'm sorry, you know, like you, it's it's one of those situations. You have, just have to have a shred of empathy to be able to put your self in like someone else's shoes that's doing a titanic favor by just being present and so big ups to stephanie and the trip to arizona was hell yeah 25 percent great and 75 (laughs) it was a bit but i'm glad but i'm glad to be back because usually yeah it's it's like an existential bummer to get a little to dip your toe in that that southwest sweetness and then have to come back to this hellhole. <laughs> hey, you know, uh, you guys, we could do a breakdown of the Baseball Hall of Fame, which is happening live during our recording here. So we're going to find oh, out shit. who's in the Baseball Hall of Fame. Well, bye. Rest in obscurity, Barry Bonds, right? 
Isn't that the big storyline oh. this year? <laughs> is it over? Party's over? What is the big story? Party's over, yeah. I think yeah, this is decide, Have they decided, um, <laughs> fuck this? <laughs> fuck you? Well, no, this is Bond's, la- isn't this Bond's last uh, year to get in? He's going to, this is the night that he officially yeah. gets locked out of the Hall of Fame. Yeah, it doesn't matter though, so it doesn't matter. Besides, you don't have to show off for Jamie. Just just be yourself. That's right. Be yourself, Barry Bonds. Because the modern day baseball committee. Oh, there it is. David Ortiz gets the call. That's a good call. I like that. David Ortiz is cool. Good oh, for him. Another tiger he's good. Yeah. Also, another tiger, he's, yes. also he's he's fun and just enjoyed enjoyed life. Like just kicking ass. Oh, yeah, man. Fun, like just Dude, when he swore like after that Boston blast. Marathon bombing, that was awesome, dude. That's the kind of shit you like to see in public. He's like, mm-hmm. fuck this. And he said that in front of the whole Fenway crowd. That's what I'm talking about. That's real human being right there. I yeah. loved watching him just rake the Tigers over his fucking knees uh, for years, just slapping uh, our asses and treating us like a baby. There's something about that as opposed to like a Nelson Cruz. Like, I hated Nelson Cruz, but I loved Poppy. Mm-hmm. So that, that was a tough one. Yeah, yeah I hit did, that grand I did. slam off Joaquin Benoit. So that's right. he, oh, also got, oh, he, he also got murdered that fucking shot. Pitch. He also got shot in a nightclub. Like he did, yeah. He got shot recently. Ago. Yeah, he's he's all good. From, uh, he's fine. He's he's, he's uh, good. From... I I think I officially started liking him after he got shot. I was like, okay, I can like him now. That's all right. Yeah. <laughs> I always liked him. I just wish he was on my team. He's the rare guy where I was like, God, I wish that guy was on my team. That'd be so cool. He literally took over a franchise and ended a hundred years of just chaos and uncertainty and pain and frustration and curses. And he just said, fuck this shit. And he did it in the most grand fashion with that four game comeback down three Oh against the Yankees. I'm not even a Red Sox fan, but that shit is so rare and it's so cool. I love that whole period. That's it, it all, and he's it, the guy had, who made that it happen. Had to happen. It had to happen that way. That yep. Yeah, that that could not have happened any other way. He needed to come back like that. I don't give a damn Fucking who triumphant. you are. Triumph. Yeah, he doesn't give a damn who you are. He don't. Joaquin Benoit, Mariano Rivera. Doesn't matter who's on the mound. He is a well-deserving Hall of Fame candidate. I have no beef with his entry, and I wish him. A wonderful Hall of Fame enshrinement, but it sounds like he's the only guy who got in this year, which means Kurt Schilling will not get in this year, oh, and he's oh, off the oh, ballot oh, now. Oh, 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 Sorry, no. Kurt Schilling. You shouldn't have said that shit, Kurt. Shouldn't have said that shit. Kurt said some wild shit. He shouldn't have said Wild shit? He's a real piece. Wild shit. Yeah, wild shit is putting it mildly. That's uh... <laughs> He is. Those are two Red Sox right there. Kurt Schilling. And David Ortiz. And Kurt Schilling's the white guy. But they chose the black dude. I fucking love it. Yeah, this country is really growing, Luke. Uh, isn't David Ortiz Dominican? Yes, he's Dominican. I apologize. So, uh, well, they, he they, looks they black chose, to me, they too. Is that, is that, over the white can guy. he not be black? Um, hey, uh, is he not I black? Think, I don't know if you've been checking in on Stormfront lately, but this is definitely a trend. <laughs> They just keep Storm choosing. Front. They just keep choosing the POCs over the white dudes. Uh, uh, you know, only you well, would bring up Stormfront. That is so funny. Uh, wait, because anyways, of my, because of my long-standing subscription. Yeah, you're. But back to your point, Scott. <laughs> Barry Bonds and Kurt Schilling, they could still definitely get in because of these committees that meet. The one of the ones that put in Harold Baines a couple of years ago, which a lot of people thought was ridiculous. What? Uh, That's I mean, so crazy. He's Hold a on. solid player, but he was not a Hall of Famer. Uh, no. Yeah. Wait, Baines. 
He's a good player. He's a great player, but he was not a home. He just, I don't even give a fuck, but you're putting me in the situation like, where I have to defend this side. So. <laughs> but I'm like, Luke, the, Luke, the point is these committees exist now. So they have a rotation of the old, they all have different names, like the old timey committee, which represents certain eras of baseball. Then the modern era one from 88 to 2005 or whatever. So yeah. bonds, all those, any of these guys will get in because these people who meet, there might be a one or two writers, but a lot of them are former players. In fact, Harold Baines got in because Tony La Russa was on that committee who he had managed in Chicago and Oakland. So just a coincidence, oh, I guess. Yeah. Can you? So what is it? Like, it's just 2,800 hits. I'm looking at his stats. That's what makes him special? 2,800? Yeah, yeah, right. And that's not even 3,000. He was so good in RBI Baseball Three, though. That, that this he is certainly what was. Really <laughs> <hard to laughs> if that if if that wasn't if that wasn't part of the voting uh, criteria, then I don't know what the fuck we're supposed to do with our lives, and and how democracy's supposed to work. You know, if you fucking killed it in RBI Three, like you get to be president. So Ricky Henderson, Harold Baines, Jose Canseco, these are all guys that we should be voting for. And that's the Ricky Henderson bit. Uh, so the name of these committees are today's game, 88 to the present, modern baseball, 1970 to 1987, golden days. Oh, these were the golden days for sure. 1950 to 1969. Those were the best, especially for black people. Early baseball prior to 1950, ERA rules for election. Okay, that's it. Yeah, it goes prior baseball beyond. That's really not when it was bad for black people. So, yeah. Mike, can you can you do a, a quick rundown on on how the like how how the voting for Hall of Fame stuff works? Because I, you know, even even being a baseball fan my whole life, I've only I have only bar- barely kind of understood how this goes down. So you're talking about like their new committees and all that, but like in the past, wasn't it? Baseball writers, wasn't it? No, it still is. It still is. Those committees are the ones I'm saying that will get in these players after their 10 years expire. So every player has 10 years. It used to be 15 years. If you got a certain percentage of the vote, you have to get at least 5% of the vote your first year on, I believe, to stay on. That's why Lou Whitaker fell off. He got so little. It was a crowded ballot, and he was gone, and that was it. Now he has to rely. And that's how Jack Morris and Alan Trammell got in recently because of these committees. They So if they put Harold Baines in, we have to be happy that they put in Alan Trammell, who... Absolutely deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. Jack Morris, a little more borderline, but he probably was one of the best pitchers of the 80s, even though his ERA is 390 mm-hmm. for a career, which is, yes. I think, one of the highest ERAs ever. Yes, for, yes. Uh, An yeah, amazingly high ERA, but uh, an incredible pitcher <laughs> at the same time. It, that's why ER, ERA is not even like a category that we use in fantasy sports anymore. Well, I, I mean, mean, we still play by people, it. Yeah. Some people do use it, but it's... Right. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a metric. It's a metric that's part of it, but it's you got to be looking at whip at, at the very least, right? Whip, yeah, but <laughs> whip. Yeah, what's that whip? <laughs> but uh, so Ooh, the baseball nice voters word. still vote. Yes, the writers are usually the reporters, assholes. These days, it's I don't know how you get the votes these days. Now I think it's just you have to be a member of the Baseball Writers Association of America for a number of years, and then uh, you yes. get a vote. And anybody right. once they get that vote, they get that vote Ooh. in perpetuity. They never lose it. It's like the fucking Supreme Court. They have it forever. And there's a lot of guys who fill out no players. They've done this. There's lots of ballots. No, no, nobody. There's people on massive power trips with this fucker. So I, that, what can you a, possibly do to lose your vote? You got to be able to do nothing, something I, to lose your vote. Maybe mm. I, it could have a child. Kill bride, a man. I, I, mean, I don't know. I, 
Yes. Yeah, no, uh, no, I don't even know. I don't even know if killing a man's enough. <laughs> You're voting for the Hall of Fame from the jail, from from, from behind the behind the box. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Harry, somebody stopped. Hey, can you send this out? It's my Hall of Fame vote. Put it with the, with the underwear yeah. on the mail truck on the way up. Short short of a nightclub shooting, I guess uh, you're pretty much good to go. Yeah, that's what it sounds Anyways, like. Uh, also, I mean, th- what a what an insane, what a stupid system! Isn't doesn't that make the Hall of Fame entirely arbitrary? I, know, I mean, that's it's, why it's I, arbitrary. I didn't want to bring it up. I feel bad. Yeah, that it's it's are, arbitrary in such a way that it's so ridiculous. We've already what, covered what it for too long. It? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's already, yeah, we, like, it's already been, but what about all other Hall? It's it's the same for all Hall of Fames, right? Like they, they all have a different kind of all like that, but they're but they're all pretty similar, aren't they? Like it's people that are in in the academy. It's like the academy. It's like Oscars. Yeah, kind of. But then there's like non-professional. The basketball hall of fame is just like all basketball. There, there's no NBA, and there's also no NFL Hall of Fame. There's technically not an MLB Hall of Fame, but it's all major league baseball. I don't know. It's weird. And I who fucking I cares? I mean, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is the worst, the most egregious of all Hall of Fames by far. So it's not that at least because making a rock and roll of fame, it's just so, so antithetical to what should silly. ever be the origination yeah. of the music. I don't, it's stupid. Fucking stupid. So. Well, I, I know I mentioned, I mentioned like the conversation that the uh, radio dipshits were having on uh, Matthew Stafford and whether or not he should be part of the hall of fame. And it, it does seem it's like, it's so, it's so capricious. It's so, I just, it's a little ridiculous, but the guy made a good point. He goes, Matthew Stafford has got to do something that's better than everybody else in his current class of quarterbacks in the NBA or in the NFL right now. And if he does not do that, then how can we say he's a standout? How can we say that he belongs in the Hall of Fame? I do agree with that logic. I think that logic makes a lot of sense. You can be amazing, but if you're not more amazing than the 10 other guys that were all drafted at the same time as you that played on better. Well, maybe they're on better teams, but you know, maybe somebody brought in a super bowl ring or in baseball, maybe somebody gets you to the world series. That does make sense to me. He has to be compared to his uh, contemporaries. That's why I think the, I'm start now. I'm starting to agree with the academy here. Uh, you know, I'm starting to think that the the ten the ten year the ten year timeline does seem to make sense. If you are actually trying to situate these players in a particular context, that makes sense. Were they good for their time? Were they good during that time? You know, ball the the baseballs change, right? Like they'll they'll tighten them up, they'll raise the stitches, they'll lower the stitches, they'll raise the mound, they'll lower the mound, that kind of thing. That changes the game from a pitcher's game to a hitter's game. Now, you can't compare somebody from 2005 to someone from 1995 or 1994. So, I guess that does make a lot of sense. Now, Barry Bonds not getting in? Yeah, fine. Fuck you. He's, he's a millionaire. It's fine. It doesn't matter. He, he probably would have he probably would have gotten into the hall of fame without question without any of, of the course. any of yes. the other nonsense we all know oh, that baseball is like the stodgiest fucking game ever it's old it's just a bunch of old <laughs> and no one under the age of you know us 
even gives a shit about baseball no one talks about it no one cares and if they you know they're they're set up to just hang themselves this year if they if if they strike then just forget about it you're even you're losing even more people baseball this is not the year you have leverage <laughs> yeah, not, but... yeah this is not the time no, oh, wait, wait, uh, well hang on a minute wait wait i don't okay who cares let's not even go into this i don't care about this shit they, I want to move on from listen, it. Listen, listen. A bunch of guys from Price Waterhouse Coopers. <laughs> uh, oh, bunch, bunch of accountants. A bunch of accountant consultants from. Uh, I'll go back to Price making my bets. You guys talk for a while about to... baseball. Nope. Go back. Come on. Stop it. I'm trying to stop make it. my bets here. Anyway, no, this would be good for me. I'm tra- you, this is, what are you stop making, stop making bets while you're like uh, distracted. This is very dangerous. You taking the Fighting Illini tonight on the hardwood? That's what I would. I was definitely going to take Michigan State, but it it just shrunk from plus four to plus two real fast. So everybody jumped on state. Hmm, You gotta, yeah, you gotta, you gotta follow the trend, man. State's ready to. (laughs) I don't know, man. All time, just check this out real quick. So John knows from Sunday uh, it was a tough break because the Bills should have beat the Chiefs most likely, but they didn't, and uh, that cost me a healthy couple of bucks. It was really Ah. sad. Man, and uh, and that was after the Rams almost blew it against the Bucks. So I had to sweat out a win, which I thought was a high after Stafford throws that amazing bomb to beat them at the buzzer, which was huge for the parlay. So I had the Rams and the Bills in a parlay, and the Bills are winning 36 33 with 13 seconds left. 13 seconds, they kick it off, <laughs> and somehow Mahomes drives it down the field so the guy can kick the game time field goal, and he does it. And then Mahomes gets the ball in overtime, and that's it. So that was painful. But what's worse than that, Scott and Luke, is last night I had a five-leg parlay. First four oh. hit. Oh. The last one, the Bulls like are the up usual. one over. <laughs> yeah, this is worse. This is worse, though. And I, this is all time. Oh, the you Bulls took, took OKC? Okay, no, I took the Bulls. They were up 105 to 88. <laughs> 105 to 88, guys, in the fourth quarter. The Bulls are favored by two. Two. Somehow they won the game 111 to 110. It was 105 to 88. Oh, my God. In the fourth quarter, it's garbage time. Somehow they couldn't, they scored six more points while OKC scored about 23 points, 22 points. It was, it was just, uh, that one hurt pretty bad. That was so bizarre. That was a Hall of Fame bad beat. It really was. Man, I don't know. I don't know that I have the fortitude to fuck with the parlays. I do it sometimes, but nine out of ten parlay stories always start and end with, <laughs> "Dude, I had it, but then ah! I missed it." Isn't Dude, that classic? I had it, but yes. I missed it. <laughs> oh, oh my god dude that is like, through an hourglass man just... oh man i was there dude i mean i'm telling you it was a done deal it was a ton All right yeah it was a done deal oh you're right god. you're absolutely right that's it's stupid it's very stupid i admit that freely but i don't put a lot of these are tiny parts that's why it's a parlay you, you put like eight legs eight different items you, you bet five bucks if you win you win like eight hundred dollars so it's like hey if it worked like, out cool i lost five dollars hey doc what happened to your foot what i don't understand is when you owe a bookie a lot of money and you say blows off one of your toes you still own the money doesn't seem fair to me <laughs> it doesn't seem fair <laughs> mike where can you explain what eight legs are like what what so eight different items, on? eight well, different you, teams. Yes. You know. what, what are the items? Are you just betting on final Any, score? College basketball, 
college basketball and NBA, if there's no football, it's just college basketball. Is it just final score hockey. though? Are you are you betting weird shit? Oh, dude, Luke, you you can you can bet this <laughs> this this player's <laughs> rebounds over under packaged with this player's points over under packaged with the result of Good. the game packaged with how many times is this player going to fart on the court package <laughs> you, i mean you can put so, so you're basically oh, yeah so, so you're, you're visiting players scenario. You're, you're visiting players feeding them beans and adrenochrome and being like all right you gotta have all yep. these rebounds <laughs> yeah it's like late like eight times it's late in the fourth quarter and you have That's like right. over on you have like over three and a half farts and you're at three <laughs> farts and you're just like sitting around waiting for the last one yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> I don't do player props. I, it's just too complex for me. I, I don't bother with player props. It's either point spreads or money lines. And last mm-hmm. night it was close. I had, I mixed it with money I, lines I, and, I keep, and spreads. So I keep interrupting because uh, you're gonna have to explain money lines, spreads, uh, player props. Like, okay, money line. Yeah, sorry, money line is just a winner or loser. Anybody winner or loser. Okay, okay. And what winner it pays off the money lines with very. It's like. So the money line with the Cafeteros v Hamtramck <laughs> would have been yeah. like, you know, Cafeteros plus 125, which means okay, that yeah. we'd be the underdog. So you'd have to pl- the odds are better. 100, 100. Yeah. So like it pays out more if you just take it straight up. And the spread is just like you know, you versus this other team, the team that is expected to win will be like minus three runs or minus yeah minus eight points so that means you're just laying those runs you're just handing over if you're taking the favorite you're handing over three runs that's all it is it's not yeah it's so funny because like so many people are so intelligent about so many things i'm not picking on you luke you get it we can explain it to you (laughs) off air but it's like everyone's like, well, I don't, I don't. What's the line? And it's just like, it's actually really simple. It's just whoever you take, you just add or subtract that amount of points from the final. It's simple. It's That's just, just kind the of, way. It's like it backwards. Is. It's like uh, it's backwards it math. Is. It is. Look, it's, yeah. the minus and pluses are are goofy. Here's exactly. last night sample. I had, like I said, Bulls minus two. That means they have to win by. If they win by two, it's a push, which means it's a tie, which means you get your money back, which is cool that they at least do that. I mean, they could be total dicks and say push means loss. They don't do that. So thank you, you for play, that. You got to pay that vig, though, sometimes. Yeah, you do. So <laughs> the, see what the, the Bulls were. <laughs> you guys are degenerate gamblers. No, 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 no. See, Luke, no, Luke, lost, Luke. definitely lost some money this weekend. Luke, we live in Michigan. You're the last guy in Michigan who's not gambling. I'm not well, even I, kidding. I, because I, I know that Jamie Fox Every is fucking. Michigan. You work in, you know, you work in marketing. You know how it works, dude. All there is right now. Yeah, don't gamble. Is endless. Endless sports gambling commercials whether it's youtube on my tiny tv in my bedroom or if i sit down on my laptop and i fight anytime there's a chance for them to flash a commercial in front of me wherever however no matter what media situation it is it's and then you're you're still like fuck like jb smooth like actually is kind of yeah holly berry i know like why is holly berry hot i'm gonna put 25 on michigan state minus four tonight well, is she? <laughs> you know what? I'm not gonna. Uh, I can't say. It's anything. a bummer. It's a bummer. It's a bummer to see some of these people. Jamie uh, Foxx has been hawking. Is, uh, he's been hawking MGM for a while. 
So Jamie Foxx is the MGM guy. They all that shit blows me away. Is are there more MGM casinos or is it just Detroit? No, it's all. It's, there's no there's no places anymore. It's just on your phone. It's just all the apps. That's it. These are all apps. So, oh, okay. So they basically just like make a bunch of a uh, bunch of local commercials. Jamie yeah. Foxx's in them. They just basically. Oh, they don't even say specific. They just say MGM Sportsbook. Right. Here's right. where things happen. Boom. There's yeah. like dumb yep. explosions and but shitty is, graphics. But it is I'm by feeling, state. Yeah. I and it's GPS and it's by state. Oh I don't yeah. Know. My, my they target us because we're illegal. Off, it's I don't know if you one. know off, it's offhand, ones, yeah. like how many states allow 18 online. states. I, I think believe. that was actually the number that I thought. So 18 states, you can you can hop on your phone and do all this garbage. But if you cross over the Michigan, Ohio state line, you can't place a bet. So like right. someone, in you, Toledo, someone in Toledo wanting to do a bunch of sport betting would have to like take a 10 minute commute across, yep. you know, to. Lambert New York just went live on uh, New Year's Day. That changed the market big time because now New York's oh, yeah, involved. Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely. And all it's those cool. bookies in New York, whose generations of bookies in New York City are being butt fucked. I feel bad for those people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Adam hard Sandler. out here for a pen. Adam, yeah, Adam Sandler from Uncut Gems is like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's anyway, okay, totally yeah. So, screwed. I'm done. I'm t- I'm tapped. I I tried to like. Yeah, this is have a bankroll. Yeah, I really no, I really had a bankroll that was exciting, and I, I I fucked it up. I'm just your typical dumb fuck like anyone else. I'm not special. <laughs> I have emotional impulses like anyone yep. else. So yep. I uh, uh-huh. yeah, it's not for me. Is it is it? Possible but I haven't that lost house and gambling home, works. So. Is that possible? That's how gambling works. No, there's some people who have that steely resolve. That I'm not saying it's everyone, but there's a few people who actually can do it. They can. They're special. And I'll give him credit for that. Uh, but we have an email from last week we need to get back to. This is from an email that we read, but there was a specific question for Scott. So I wanted to save it until yep. Scott returned. Because, Scott, you matter. And you had your own personal question from Brian. So let's go back to that one. This is from a good friend of the show, Brian. How you doing, Brian? Are you hearing yeah, us right now, Brian? How you feeling, Brian? You Okay. Uh, Scott, did you listen to the last week's show, by the way? We had a lot of email from Danny. Danny was feeling left out like he was no longer a quality writer because Brian had stepped up his writing game oh, so much. I, no, I didn't. I have to go back. I, I, I Don't listen to it. I'm just, I filled you in. We, <laughs> okay. We, we, we love, but, we, but, we love no, actually, everybody equally. They're, look they're at, all, oh my God. Like, they're all our kids. <laughs> actually, that's not fair, though, because Rogelio was a great sub guest, so you should listen to it. He was and, fun, yeah. I so, will. Yeah. I actually, Matt. I went to see Matt at the bookstore, and he told me that he listened to it and was happy with your guest. Yay! Yes, thank you again, Ro- Rogelio Castillo. Rogelio was fucking <laughs> hilarious. He yeah, was. He was. He, he was. Uh, oh man, breath of fresh air. You could tell he had a lot pent up. He was ready to get it all out. He was so like, glad he, he was like, he was like, really? No one listens to this. I can say whatever the fuck I want. Yep, go for it. <laughs> He was like, fuck yes. And he went, yes. yeah, he went ham. It was good for him. Yeah. He good needed, for him. Yes. He needed I'm it. very happy. He did he, need it. Yeah. I'm glad a, he was able a, to do it. He's a, he's a, a sweet soul. Good man. What was his he gig? A he man. was a, Matt said he had some interesting job or something. He's been in radio over the years, but he's never, you know, like he's worked in Detroit radio, Grand Rapids radio. He, he did his uh, impression or his retelling of his days on the mariachi station in Grand Rapids. 
So, uh, like, he can speak some Spanish. And he's got a Cuban descent. Cuban descent? I am yeah. dissenting from the... <laughs> descent, Cuban. not descent. Yeah, descent, I feel like I said it right. Two different okay. descents. D-E. Yeah. Descent. Uh-huh. Okay, anyways. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, uh, S-T, yeah, you can do it. Not descent. You can do it. I'm you with, can fill it. I'm with you can... You can you can spell it. You can do it. I'm with the Cubans. I can do it. Uh, so, Scott, we all had our own individual question from Brian. There was one for Luke, one for me, and this one's for you. Scott, Uh-oh. are you still life hacking Amazon delivery? Oh, no. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, kind, kind, no. Yeah, I mean, but oh, yeah, I actually kind of am. But uh, <laughs> those rat so bastards you- lowered the rate, you know. So Call this, is a, this is a classic Already? example. This is Already? a classic. Classic. classic this is example. so classic. So classic. So there I was in November and December, like hustling, you know, making 25 bucks <laughs> per perceived hour of work and always finishing early. So it was great. Sure. You, sure. You got to like pay for your gas or whatever. But I'm like, ah, damn, like five hours of work. That's 125 bucks. But I finished it in three and a half. Like, awesome. This is really, this is great. Like, I can eat that <laughs> gas charge. But now, of course, they're fucking pinching, you know, they're pinching the fucking people that. Close the loophole. Who, whose, whose backs they're riding. And now it's like 18 bucks an hour. And then when you have to drive out to, oh, say, Port Huron, like I did the other day. I'm like, dude, this shit's trash. Like, I'm dropping off fucking, you know number two pencils in port Huron, like these it's just just a, fi- just a, a small box of ticonderogas <laughs> and, yeah, and then yeah oh port it's Huron. uh yeah another 6.1 miles i know for a fucking fact i know for a fact that i delivered a huge container Dump. of nutella to somebody <laughs> Oh hell yeah! That was because probably me, very, dude. It's, it's I'm not even kidding. Very distinctive. Hold on, was it only was it only Nutella? That's that was me. It yeah. was. It was. It was. That Nutella. was directly to Mike. It was. <laughs> I, I'm not kidding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do remember having to go down a long no. and winding dirt road to deliver. It <laughs> <laughs> wasn't even. There wasn't like lemon and sugar involved, and in like uh, crepe materials. No, 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 no. All you need is a Nutella, dude. That's it unbelievable so anyway brian i am still i still sometimes do that but i've upped the i've upped my game on seeking work and uh ethereal that that ethereal shit is going down oh boy call 911 you know i was i was sitting there as the ethereal coins were going down and uh (laughs) I'm like fuck. What well, what used to be a pretty decent situation where I had a somewhat of a savings, a solid like, living, like not like student loans notwithstanding. <laughs> uh, of course. Now yeah. I have to really. Now I have to actually, uh, yeah, put on the big boy pants. And so I applied to a bunch of fucking lame ass jobs today. Like what? what Woo! What is it? Stephanie's sending me jobs because she's really starting to get upset and understandably so because <laughs> uh, now i'm just you know, <laughs> everybody's got a price 
everybody's gonna pay. DiBiase. Yeah. Where's the million dollar man? Always. It's his way. <laughs> Fucking stupid, man. That's, that that's is so. Funny. That is Stephanie every time she emerges <laughs> from that? the office. You what know, is that? <laughs> that's yeah. the million dollar man's intro music. <laughs> so good. She emerges. Like... She emerges from her office and is like, "Get a fucking yeah." <laughs> like, <"Get a> fucking <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Stephanie's like, "I'm gonna go check on Scott right now." Mike, cue the music. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm sitting on the fucking couch watching Seinfeld episodes with the Price is Right <laughs> sad trombone music. <laughs> uh, 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 that's a shame. But uh, no, I'm going to get my shit together, I promise. <laughs> oh, I feel you, man. I, I think I got to get a job, too. I'm in code red territory. I don't know where the, I'm fucked. I mean, I cannot sell positions so i'm so deep that i can't sell i can't take this loss so i gotta wait out whenever this shit goes back up it's gonna take a while but it'll happen eventually because patience always wins it just matters it's six months <laughs> 10 years uh you know that's all that's all i know patience always wins they want you to leave they want to press you because they know you don't have a lot of resources so that's how they win patience I will... is love yes we Patience hey. doesn't. Patience wins for them, not for you. Patience only wins for the people who have the resources to wait your ass out. But no, it has to go up for them to make money too. So that's why it'll go up. Yeah, eventually. That's, I'll, that's I'll, okay, wait, wait. Right who, who are the them we're talking? Oh, okay, I got like totally distracted. I thought them. we were talking about some. Okay, we're talking about that. Talking about Ethereum. Yeah, them we're talking is, about Bitcoin. Them, yeah, yeah. Them is yeah. Them. That's is, what we're yeah, talking about. The proverbial the deep, them, black, yeah. deep black market currency that is uh, going to be fucking washed as soon as. As soon as the Fed, the Fed starts like uh, tinkering around fucking interest rates and shit. Oh, well, I don't know what's going to happen. All I know is I can't sell now. It just, so it can't be good. It's, Take it's that big ass shit to the curb, son. Whoa, that was me. Sorry about that. I it's that was absolutely the designed to keep people poor. So if you find what is, what is, what now, is, what is, what is, crypto? Yeah. There's no, this is not designed to make people rich. What? What? Crypto. Black market fucking currency, man. This is not real. Of course it's not real, but I'm not trying to get rich either. But there has, I've literally proven that money can be made. So once I've seen that. It, it can be made. Just yeah. pull that shit out. As soon as it looks good. I did. I just got. I know. <laughs> I, I couldn't, I didn't make. It's uh, okay. My perfect game's gone. All right. The no hitter's gone too. Those are all out the window. I made yes, a lot you, of good decisions. You, you, you I gave up. You gave up. We're giving up four runs in the seventh. That's what's going yeah. On. But I'm still going to get the win. You know, you know say that eight, ten k's. It could turn around. It could turn around. Also, I do want to say but I can't sell. I cannot sell. I got to I got to say that I'm not. I'm not speaking from. I'm not being superior. I don't give a fuck. I I literally felt like oh shit, I missed the bus. I really should have jumped on that. Should've oh, I knew you would never. That. I should have got. No one would ever think that either. Well, By the way, I, they I got that. Know, you know what they got. He the got it in me right now, dude. Sucked on that warm black dingus. That's right. That's me right now. <laughs> and Scott. And lots of other people. You uh, you have to just remind yourself of warm summer nights over the Niagara Falls and how you <laughs> accrued how you accrued that wealth. Yeah, and, it was a good uh, run. Just... I do. <laughs> 
I do like how you describe like everything in your in your personal economic life in gambling terms. <laughs> yeah, everything's a gamble. Everything. <laughs> yeah, how you said it, but you were like, uh, like I'm on the line. I gotta, you know, <laughs> odds this I'm going is... to enjoy this vacation <laughs> minus four hundred. <laughs> <laughs> this is how you. This is how you avoid working for two years. This is the life you have to live. So it's not always great. It's not always fun. Uh, Actually, Mike and I, Mike amazing. and I are simpatico. We've been we've been grinding over here, but now the hard dingus of life has clocked us across the skull. And yeah, we, we're up against it. It's eventually so to gonna your, happen. So to your point, yeah, we're like these little fucking barnacles hanging on the side of the crypto boat, like just <laughs> waiting to get swept away. <laughs> But we're holding oh, on, goddammit, for the little people. Because <laughs> shit, I you gotta right, Mike. We were talking. You gotta just decide yes. what at what point do you absolutely have to jump overboard? And I almost did it this way. I texted you, I texted Mike Luke, like uh whatever this weekend. And our fucking none of our sports bets were were happening. Crypto was literally nosediving. I'm like, well. It's been fun, but I think I'm gonna start. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna be a cashier at. I'm gonna fucking... start looking for a job. <laughs> I felt taken advantage of. It's felt taken advantage of. It's just violated. It's, it's been good, but I'm gonna start looking for a job. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You said, you, you said could, gonna be a bag boy. Yeah, fucking bag boy. Maybe I could, uh, yeah, work work produce at the local market. Damn it. Yeah, we're in deep shit here, but uh, it's not over yet, though. It's not over yet. Will not bail. We will not give in just yet. So. Not yet. Not yet. Do you have precedent? We do have precedent. I was telling. I mean, not to get into the weeds on this too much, but I did tell Scott. There's precedent for where we are now, where we were last May, and we're still not even as bad as that was. In fact, Scott, you remember this because you talked about it on the show. It was getting so low last year. You're like, shit, I'm gonna get in. It was at like 1700. So that's yeah. That's when I I think I bought it in June at like whatever 19 so it we're was, talking ethereum by the way not bitcoin yeah yeah ethereum uh um, anyways not that you should be taking advice from yeah, either yeah. one of us I at do all. Not, yeah exactly. exactly this is not advice <laughs> <laughs> you we're losing stay. all our sports bets and we're tanking out and hitting the bottom take our <laughs> advice we need oh to by the way uh fun new thing i just learned else. yeah allegedly i just learned a new thing this is for simple simple people who do not have complex portfolios of life or that are married and own a home and shit like you know like luke you own a house this might be more complicated but cash app is offering tax services now so i'm checking that out and it was actually really easy to do and it's even better than TurboTax, and it was free i know they want my data i'm sure that's why they're doing it but that's fine by me with if simple people who are single who don't have anything that's too complex i would recommend it i would well, dude, the fucking Netflix is getting the same data. Who gives a shit? Exactly. Your, your data is yeah, everywhere. Yeah, exactly. It's okay, as, good. It is I, absolutely I, everywhere. It doesn't matter. Also, just so you guys know, it is anonymized. Uh, there is there is like no law that allows any any of these marketers to take your data as in you as an individual. All of that has to be anonymized. Uh, th this is from the, the advertising side. There is... Really, there's no risk there. So, I can't take it anymore. I mean, I know people freak out about it, but you know, ultimately, every time I think that Google knows too much, I look at my like Google feed, and it's still like articles from National Geographic, 
and that then there's another one from National Geographic, and then there's another one from like Smithsonian. And I'm like, where the fuck does this come from? I because I clicked on one thing about you know some fucking archaeological dig in in <laughs> Israel, like that that that's what happened. I clicked on one thing, and that's all they got. So. Gotcha. Yeah, no, it's it's anonymized. It's anonymized. It's not like they know who you are. They don't know who you are. Who are you? Who are yeah, you? <laughs> so I yeah, would say so. just I would say just dive in. If you get a good if you get a good deal like that, dive, they, dive, dive they're, you, they're, using, they're using your data, but they're not allowed to use your like name and shit. You know that's completely illegal. If they do, then you can sue them. Okay. Well, thank you, Luke. Yeah. So go it for it. Feel better. Feel. Well, I use TurboTax. What do you think they're doing? They're just fucking selling my data to everybody. No way, dude. <laughs> it, am I am I a ninny for just like not really fucking caring? Like I don't I don't have I'm not an important. I don't have any. What the fuck information? Oh, about this me? this okay. Yep, here it comes. This whole debate. Yep, this bit. You know, yeah. I don't know. Is <laughs> yeah, that is that bit. stupid? Like I'm I'm just now all of a sudden like a. I remember having this debate with a then fiance's father when the fucking Patriot Act landed, and he's like, well, "What do you gotta? What do you gotta worry about? What do you gotta worry about?" And I'm like, yep. "I don't know. I, you're sort of making sense, but kind of not." And it, uh, I don't know. It's, That's it's a little interesting. Different. That's a little different. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But yeah, plugging all my shit into Amazon. I don't know, man. See, if we take one or two extra steps along this line, now we're talking about 5G in our asses and vaccines and crap. 5G in our asses. Mm. Yeah, this is a little weird. Okay, just... Okay, just just to clarify, I mean, just in case anyone listens, um, I don't want to. I don't want to sound like a complete maniac. You, (laughs) the more the more stuff you put into these, into these, uh, into these applications, into these websites, etc., the more they can collect from you, data wise. However, in order to get remarketed, so if I was going to remarket you from, so if I'm from General Motors and I'm saying this guy, this guy wants a car. I can only look at I, I can only look at anonymized data. I have no idea who you are. I'm just trying to hit you when you like search for stuff based on based on cookies. Based on cookies on, gotcha. like, on cookies. What? So, so anonymized data, just one quick aside on anonymized not data. Not Chris's what, cookies, by the way. What does that what does that mean? I mean break. it means there's no personal data allowed. It's, okay, it's so. absolutely against the law to target anybody personally. You are never, name, age, sex, never, address, never. Yes. Also, yes. So that's never ever ever smoke crack. If we're talking, yeah, it depends. I like on the Pistons you. tonight, by the way, guys. I'm sorry. Okay. I, I yep. No, we're good. That. We can pass on. We can move on. Yeah, <laughs> we'll pass on. Let's all pass on. See you later. No, you're making a good point. Come on, don't be like that. But no, no, I said pass on, as in like die. So you know, we can all no, just make the make the legitimate hold. point. It was good. I didn't want to ruin it. I did not mean to do that, you, Luke. You I didn't apologize. mean to do that, but you you just you do it every single week. Wow. Now we're getting to it. Come on, boys. Come on, boys. Now we're getting to the meat and potatoes. Now the cards are on the table, I see. Okay. Wow. All right, kidding. What's going on? What what did you see that was so important? Oh, what were we talking about? Exactly. Moving anonymized on. data. Yeah, and, see? Yeah, that's over. Uh, we, we, basically, I was half hard for it. I'm, I'm sitting yeah, I was half hard for it, too. I'm not the, kidding. The, 
the 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 data that you should be concerned about is the this stuff like anything that has the weird terms and conditions that was like right after the goddamn uh patriot act uh that entire span that like what 10 to 15 years uh but all of that has all of that has changed it does not mean that you're not being uh that you're not being monitored in some way but your personal data is anonymized when it comes to advertising that is the only thing everything else uh we've all sold our fucking souls and shit like a long time ago my my social security number is is like float. It's, it's floating around. It's been floating around in the fucking Caymans for a long time. They're just waiting for me to make money. They're like this. This is the most worthless social security number they've ever had. That's not true, but I do appreciate the joke. That's funny. Oddly enough, it's still not as worthless as some other people's, uh, which says a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. Real quickly, update. I did get my bed in before the 7 o'clock buzzer here, so here it is. Tonight, live, it is a nine-leg parlay, Scott. A nine-leg Ooh. parlay. No problem. No problem at all here. This is a done deal. Let me, guess. let me guess. You'll hit over under seven and a half of those legs. Okay. I like that. I, <laughs> I, I would have said six and a half. How many legs of your parlay <laughs> you're going to hit? What does this mean? What does this mean? This means I'm just going to tell you right now a nine pick. I've made nine selections. That's what it means. So here they are. Detroit Pistons getting seven points at home tonight. I love it. Let's do it. The Nuggets. The Nuggets are struggling. They're up and down. You already already lost your parlay. Shit. Okay. (laughs) Luke, you know what that means? The Pistons are getting seven points. So even if they lose by six, I'm good. Okay. I I do understand that. Yes. That I got. And the next one is the Clippers on the road plus five in Washington. Same deal. Got to win by... Or they could lose by four and a half, which wouldn't happen because it's not possible. Then it's Clemson. The Tigers are taking on Duke at Cameron Indoor, one of the most notorious places to play. I'm taking Clemson plus 11 and a half. It's ballsy, but we'll see what happens. Then I've got Ionia, the legend himself, Rick Bettino, <laughs> minus 15 and a half against Siena. We're getting real deep here now. Uh, William and Mary plus 14. <laughs> <laughs> William and Mary plus let me pull 14. up that gam- let me pull up that uh, gambler addict's phone number for you. <laughs> yeah, one eight hundred. Yeah, seven three four four eight nine three two two four. What was does that the, bit we used to do? Does the bet does the bet just go right into like a charity uh, fund for gambling? <laughs> yeah. anonymous. It's for the Michigan law. Yeah, for Michigan education. That's exactly where this money goes. Out of curiosity, goes. what are the last three or four legs? Of okay, so a William and Mary. Pl- By the way, does anyone know what William and Mary's ma- what they're called? <laughs> Any idea? Uh, what, what are you talking about? Like their team name, the William and Mary blah blah Falcons or whatever. You know? Nope. Yeah, that's a this is an impossible one. They're called the tribe. Ooh. Really why tough. The hell, why would we know that? And also, why are they called the tribe? <laughs> I know. That's what, what I'm saying. Fuck? It's a weird. What? Jesus what Christ. Tribe? This, they this... play in the colonial athletic. Yeah, this 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 colonial psychotic shit just goes so <laughs> fucking deep. It is absolutely fundamental. They're trying to be not offensive by not naming a specific tribe, which is funny. Yeah, exactly. The, tri- the tribe. <laughs> what does that mean? It's a group. Oh, yeah. Clemson's up 2 nothing, baby. Woo! Okay, real quickly. <laughs> Temple. <laughs> oh, man. Long... We'll never get you back for the rest of the pod. That's no, it. I'm good. I, I don't like to follow. No, this Luke, I'm very serious about this. Like I hate. Market. Wait for it to end. 
Yes, I never follow my bets because I can't stand. I don't want to ride that roller coaster. I just want to know the end result. Did I win? Did I lose? I'll go do. I got. You know, I got plenty of things I could do on my own time. I mean, I'll fuck on my own time. Uh, I'm into magic. Yeah, you know, yeah. You do not <laughs> want right. to be that guy. That make sure to give me an opportunity. Middle of a bar. Make sure to give me an opportunity to guess what the pay what the odds are. Of course, the, uh, the Temple plus four and a half against Cincinnati at home. Uh, Dayton money line, which means just to win against Fordham at home. And then Kent State money line at home to beat the lowly Western Michigan Broncos. And Ohio Bobcats money line to beat Northern Illinois. They're at home as well. So that's nine different selections. What is the payout? $5 bet. $5. $5 bet to pay. How much out. am I going to win? Jesus. I mean, I, it's got to be math. This is like bowling. What the fuck? How do you do this? <laughs> this math? Be- <laughs> I mean, I would yeah, guess one that frame in the next, you know, it's right. like somewhere in the neighborhood of like plus 10,000 or something or plus. Oh, eight is like plus 8,700 or some shit. So five lower than that. Oh, because shit. of the because okay. some of these are big, it's a lot more depressing. Yeah, well, some of these well, are. I don't big. actually know. I don't know. Fucking, I don't follow Iona basketball. So. When, when no, some of these are big money dollars. line. Those three big money liners are negative eleven hundred, negative three thousand. So those really hurt. So. Oh, okay. So the, all right. So, so it's only fifty seven hundred. What if okay. you get? So if you get everything, if you nail everything, yes, you get about fifty seven hundred dollars. No, 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 no. That's just the odds. If five dollars wins two hundred ninety three dollars. Did yeah. you say five dollars was two hundred and ninety-three dollars? <laughs> yeah, yeah that that's makes, a tremendous that return. Sense. That makes sense. Yeah. So you could do so theoretically. You could place the <laughs> same. You could place the same type of bet sixty times, and you just have to hit it once. To yeah. Be. God. <laughs> if you did people this, play the lotto yeah. every day, so fuck it. I'll, sure. I'll just. To me, it's like oh, playing yeah. a lotto every day, except I feel like maybe I have a shot. I don't know. That is true. That actually is a It's very, better than the lotto. It's better than the lotto. That is a very enablist way of thinking about sports <laughs> gambling. Is that, is, is that, hey, man, at least I got control over this shit. Like, you know, uh, the Ionia <laughs> Gales are really hot. This, this, uh, <laughs> the Ionia Gales. Yeah, is that Tino? Tino? Are they, are they, the legend, the they are the Gales. I think you're absolutely correct. Well done. That's a cool name right there. The Gales of November remembered. Speaking of the Gales of November and uh, him, the master himself, Gordon Lightfoot, he's playing uh, at the, a couple days here at the Royal Oak Music Theater. You can still get a ticket online if you want to, but Christ. more important than that, more important than that, we lost a legend, guys. Very sad. I know we all love this song. I don't get it. I, just, I don't. I don't get it. <laughs> what is this? What is? Bad out of hell is. Yeah, it's just what this is, shit. Like, it's so stupid. <laughs> it is stupid. It's it's silly rock. It's like silly bozo rock to me. That's, like, that's right. It's, it's, it's like if Tenacious D wasn't uh, wasn't an obvious fake band. If they just, but they're still better. So. <laughs> they're better than meatloaf fuck oh my god are you kidding they're a million times better hey okay. i agree bad out of hell 
Bed Out of Hell is one of the biggest selling albums, which is crazy to me, man. I, I don't get it. And the only exception is I remember in the 90s, I'd do anything for love. That video was on every day, and that was a fun time in my life. I'll admit it. I enjoyed that. But that's it. That's, I got but nothing you, else. But nope. Okay. You you can enjoy you can enjoy that that song uh, very very earnestly. You you can enjoy that very earnestly, and, and I have I have, but mostly in karaoke, which I, I don't know what that means. It means I probably would never listen to that normally. I only like it in karaoke because I like seeing my friends fucking go all out and sing that stupid song. But the yeah, literally, Better for the Dinos. Have is, a good time. This is insanity. I don't understand. What is this? What is his thing? Actually, you know what I'm starting to what I'm starting to think of? He is the right wing version of uh Springsteen. Oh. Wow. That is that's tough. This is, I don't know, this is very Bruce <laughs> that's tough. related. Yeah, that's tough. Are you gonna No, he's not as well, he's not about he's not as gung ho like his music isn't gung ho American. And he really, no, no, it's just about the, like love right, and no, he's the right wing version because he's a, he's a, an insane right wing person. Like he's, he's nutty, oh. uh, totally nutty. Yeah. No, it's a, it's a bummer, but who cares? I, I don't give a shit we about know that, that anymore. Yes, for sure. 100%. He's a huge baseball fan though, Luke. He's huge a baseball huge, fan. Yeah. Cause he loves Kurt Schiller and he's a huge fan of Donald Trump. <laughs> Oh, he was on the. Oh, well, it's true. That's right. True. Okay, it's this is awesome. I have true. never seen this. It's I gotta fire true. this up. He went ape shit on The Apprentice. He was on The Apprentice, so he lost his shit on Gary oh Busey. My God, apparently, I forgot all about uh, that. Yes. I've oh, never seen funny. this though. Two, two psycho Republicans getting mad at each other. That's got to be just glorious. Gary TV. Busey? I don't. He's not a right winger. I know that is that. glorious. Yeah, both of them are. Yeah, big time. Gary Busey's an independent man. He is no, free of all those oh, okay. things. Okay, yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> independent, independent in the way that everybody who used to be, everyone who is a libertarian is independent. Not like Bernie Sanders is independent. That's real independent. That's like both these parties are fucking garbage. The right wing side of that is like I'm libertarian. Uh, so same thing. <laughs> They're. Uh, li- <laughs> Libertarian because uh, they also reject both parties. Uh, yeah, yeah, no. Hey, listen, it, it's I'm not. It's not hate, you know. It's just meat, Meatloaf and uh, Gary Busey uh, having a having a beef. That's amazing. You are, you're messing stuff. Yeah. That ain't good, dude. You sure all and then all that is actually Gary? No. Gary, did you buy this paint right here? Yeah. Why? Gotta be around here. There's another bag. This is uh my stencils and all a bunch of the crap I bought right in here. I put a just see I put a JR on this bag. So this is me. Here's another bag over here. But I think this this is me as well. Yeah, Busey's just walking around clueless right now. Meatloaf is stewing. Not really sure about what. I don't see another bag over here. Busey's eating food now. (laughs) He's snacking off a table. Okay! Uh Uh-oh. What's wrong? Mother What's wrong? I bought those mother sponges. Part of that paint is mine. I'm sick and tired of you, mother No, 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 no. Why is this bleeped? That was all mine in my basket. Bull mother No, I have to be Hold on, guys. Hold on. Hold on. You don't want to make you get it. You don't want to 
Start with me. Me. Don't Wait, do who's it. screaming? Don't do it. Who's screaming? Meatloaf. Meatloaf. Wanna with me? You look in my eyes. I Sounds exactly like Busey. World you ever wanna with? Busey's just Actually, staring at him. He's just staring at him. You know what? That's wild. Okay. Two 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 parts for me. Uh, that seems I can appreciate that. He's looking at Gary Busey. Somebody is eating something. Some something is not going right, and he loses his fucking mind. It's also fucking. He's all in on this. He's just you know they you know they've got scripts and whatnot. He goes all the way in. I love it. He just commits. He commits to the role. Good for him. Also, why don't we have why don't we have a sound drop for uh, bitch tits? Come on, that's ridiculous. That, that needs that. Yeah, his name is Robert Paulson. There's no doubt about it. His name is Robert Paulson, and his fucking. It's E N, by the way. P A U L S E N. I learned that. That's one thing I learned from the death of Meatloaf, folks. There it is. But anyways, Meatloaf's dead. Nobody cares here that much. Um, although, no, no, no. He's a big we, baseball we, we fan. Care. Good for him, we so. care. You know, we listen. We're not taking. We're not taking. Uh, we're, we're not enjoying somebody dying, obviously. Oh, yeah. Let's not go down that road. We're not going to do that on this show. Whoa, well, yeah. <laughs> this, he's, a, he's a perfect example of what I've been talking about for a long time. Is like the, the people on the quote-unquote right are not the enemies of, of us. You know, they're not the enemies of people on the left. Like, I bet you, I bet you that he and I could or could have had a decent conversation. I think that Someone like Meatloaf probably just fucking hates politicians. And that is a hundred percent correct. That is the best position to have. Just fucking He's just doing hate business. These assholes. Yeah. Oh, Meatloaf is a talker. You can tell that the guy probably just blabs on for yeah. hours and hours. I can all, yes. see it. Classic example of somebody who never fucking ever thought about politics anyways. He just got Don't be that guy. He he said something and was put in that fucking box and I read it on some stupid fucking publication. <laughs> it has nothing to do with him. I have no fucking clue if it's actually real. I do have to oh. admit that. Yeah, I do have to admit that. What do I know about fucking meatloaf? It's not like I'm following his career. He just reminds me of like the fathers of some women that I've dated, you know. Wow. I want to like Chew your ear off, you know, liber the libertarian yes. type, yeah, kind of sad. Just that that stagnant ass baby boomer three by five card talking point bullshit. <laughs> that's yeah, what that's what me love. Like if I did, if I was like <laughs> fell in love with a woman, she's like, come back to yeah, come back to my folks' place for dinner. They'd love to meet you. I wouldn't be surprised to see Meatloaf sitting there. You know, like, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> like all right, yeah. this this yes. fucking baby boomer. All right, I guess. Yes, it. <laughs> you walk you walk in, you see Meatloaf, and you're like, I'm sorry, sir. You go right down on one knee, and uh, <laughs> you immediately immediately propose to his daughter. I can't take it anymore. I'm very serious, sir. I do not want to do anything weird tonight. <laughs> Meatloaf, oh tell me all I your will, thoughts. I will, I will see stuff. you for the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyways, Meatloaf's gone. Rest in power, dude. Party on. And, uh, <laughs> Jim, Jim, Jim Steinman died last year. It was like it was his. Yeah, the songwriter. Movie. Yeah, the songwriter. He wrote uh, the songs for Bonnie Tyler, right? Yep. Yeah. Oh, we didn't even mention, you know, when it, 
we were talking about this a few weeks ago and it was like who the fuck else died <laughs> it was a rule of three kind of week and uh like bogdanovich died are you oh, insane yeah. Well, it happened in between shows, yeah. We lost track yeah. of that one. So. If that happens, if it happens on a Friday, if it happens anywhere between a Thursday and a Sunday, good luck getting on the Is It Safe podcast. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, we haven't even talked about uh, and I know jo- John loves this shit. We haven't talked about the big settlement in Michigan, four hundred ninety million dollars. Ding, 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 ding. No comment. <laughs> it's just- I'm so, what, what's uh, been settled? What's been settled? <laughs> Spin it. Spin it. Four hundred ninety million dollars for about a thousand and fifty mostly male victims of the Dr. Anderson sexual assault slash violation of doctor practices. Um, so many violations. Funny. Well, nothing's funny. Doctor practices? Did you say doctor practices? I did. That's yeah. very interesting. Well, so what Luke, happened? You're, so you don't? Okay. No, I, I don't. I, I don't to, follow any of this. And this stuff. isn't a rivalry. I don't want to get it twisted. This isn't a fucking rivalry thing. And I, of course not. We don't do that down. shit here. I don't want to fucking do rivalry that. between. But you remember? What? You remember you the Michigan? Me? No, no, no. You remember the Michigan State settlement though with Larry Nasser? No. Oh, and the well, you I aware Larry, of who Larry Nasser, Nasser is, yes, US but I, I'm Mid- not aware Nasser. of the settlement, and I don't care. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's, that's, where, that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. I don't care where the, it just gets. The oh, dude, is. yeah, no, it's fucking. I was I was emotional and probably drunk and coming back from a week of dealing with my fucking family mm. when that's when Stephanie was like, "Oh, here's that settlement news that you've been." Barking yes, where about. you project, where you project all of your failures and shit onto something else. And yeah, then, and, then, good, and then any little win you get, like, it is what it is. The yes. the main takeaway for me though is that I just hate. I, I just the media is the biggest problem to me on that because the way that it's been reported on has just been a fucking disgrace. I don't even want to talk shut about up, the shut numbers. Up, shut, 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 you know, shut, whatever. Shut up. <laughs> it is. It is what it is. I'm not getting in a pissing contest about. Oh, you settled for five dollars less, but it, it just does. It just made me sad. It made me fucking cynical, and it made me feel terrible. That essentially, like, that's all we know how to do. I, I, hey, whatever. It's America. This is America, <laughs> Jack. And the only way <laughs> the only way we know how to put anything in our rearview mirror is a fucking number so whatever it is what it is i don't know why i expected anything different i just i just didn't like how you gotta you still got a statue of someone who is obviously complicit and it's america jack and it's america and michigan can do whatever the fuck they want and whatever go blue fuck michigan well mike we are your thoughts i don't know we are home to we live in a region now where we have at least four major universities, Ohio State, Michigan State, Michigan, and Penn State, that have all had massive settlements of, related to institutional abuse that was tolerated. People didn't say anything, and it just went on and on and on. And USC out west, they're not alone either. They just had a massive nearly billion-dollar settlement for a professor or a doctor who violated, sexually assaulted other people, blah, 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 blah. That's what it's become now. Blah, 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 blah. It, which is yeah, it is. Sick. It's, yada, it's yada, yada, yada. 
Yeah, Baylor, it is. fucking et cetera, yeah. et cetera. We we uh, started the university. We hired some uh, scientists and some like really important people. Yada yada yada. We got a bunch of a uh, bunch of fucking lawsuits we got to deal with. Now go home and get your fucking shine box. That's it. Go home and get your fucking shine box. That's what we have here now. This is at least John. I love John Vaughn. He's a guy who's fighting against these fucks and the scumbaggery that's going out of Michigan. He's still got his fucking camper settle on and I love it. And he's still there and he's a lot. They put it in the settlement at least that they couldn't get rid of him. They wanted it in the deal. Hey, he's got to get rid of his camper for out front of the president's house. We want to move on. And they said, Nope, we're not doing that. And they wanted him to end his hunger strike, which he was on, apparently, which it's just like these people, these lawyers are sick fucks. And the word is that I guess Mary Sue Coleman, former Michigan president, is coming back because Schlissel got shit canned, which had nothing to do with what happened with this. It was just another side scumbag fest of a guy taking advantage of his power. And this John Vaughn is the guy I just love. And that's what I choose to focus on when I think about this and I hear about this stuff. He's a guy who won't shut up. He goes on national television and says, fuck Jim Harbaugh. And this is a guy who played at Michigan, was a great running back, was a fifth-round pick in the NFL. This is not some, you know, this guy lived the life of a Michigan football player to a T, and he trusted. (laughs) He did. He did. He trusted everybody there. His father had had cancer, and his mother had been sick. No, I know. It's just... It's just an example of a guy who was bought in completely in football, which is a game in a uh, an environment that is built on not being rebellious at all, right? It's all about, hey, we're all together. We all have to be moving forward in one direction, blah, blah, blah. Rebel, rebels are not welcome in football, no matter what you've heard about Jim McMahon or some bullshit like that. It's yeah. all about taking orders and doing your job and following with your head down. So the fact that John Vaughn has grown up, become a man who stands alone. He's got some people that he's found. Other victims have come together with him. And the first person to ever say anything to Don Canham, who was the AD back in the 70s, I believe, a guy who has a building named after him on Michigan's campus. This guy, a wrestler, told him about Dr. Anderson, and Canham never did anything about it, nor did Bo. And I've also verified this through Eli Zaret. Good old Eli Zaret. He's still around. He's plugged in. He's a local broadcaster used to be a big time sports broadcaster in the Michigan area here, Detroit area. He's still connected to Michigan people. And he said that the fucking Dr. Anderson's in the Shambacklers, they spent holidays together. They party, there was parties together. So there's just no denying the fact that Bo Shambackler is a piece of shit, a huge scumbag who put winning first over anybody else's priority, mainly being their health, or their survival, even their well being. Mm-hmm. So fuck all that shit, man. I'll never, I'm not some, fu- oh, my, I went to Michigan, so I, I'm, I'm just thinking about the student athletes now. They don't deserve this. No, fuck all that. It, they don't deserve it. Yeah. It's fair. But I'm not going to sit here and shill for a university that's never done anything for me. They've done <laughs> nothing. They spit me up. They take the money. They take all of it, and they suck it in. They put it into an endowment that grows and grows and grows and endless construction on a campus where the construction literally never ends because there's so much money that can fill the fucking coffers of other construction companies that can come in and just keep building and building and building. What, what is the benefit of a university? What is the benefit of the University of Michigan? You made some friends? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I made some friends. I don't yeah. think you did. Uh, I don't think you did. You build well, a no. network that yeah, you can no, rely you, on professionally. No. The way you make a the way you make a friend at University of Michigan, the same way you make a friend at um, at Harvard, is 
uh, you, you all get into a drunk driving accident and four people die and you, <laughs> you bury those bodies. Uh, you bury the bodies in a the bonding brand, experience. You bury the bodies in, in Pinckney, Michigan, and then you never talk about it again. Those people will hire you for fucking ever. <laughs> they will. They certainly will. Oh, Amen. Man. Yeah. Well, there you go. I mean, it's fucking depressing. It's systemic. It's. I think I brought this book up. Uh, the uh, what Armin Armin uh, Katan's Katan. book, old pal. Yeah. The the system. That book is just basically. That's how it is. That's how colleges work. They're not. They're not there for you. They're just there to fucking print money and cut deals. Could have saved everybody like uh like seventy-five hours of re- reading reading top flight, you know, New York Times bestsellers by just saying like just just fucking read marks. It makes the same exact sense. It's universal. No, it's fucking universal. It's, it's not it's, as fun, man. I just can't it, it's it's okay. I, I am sad for you guys that you have you have this moment where like it upsets you that like the university is just digging at you and exploiting you as much as they possibly can. Uh, but how is that not, how is that not just automatic? How is that not something that you just understand automatically? I do. Like, yeah, why why would you have, that. why would you have any fealty whatsoever to any of these universes? <laughs> these are, these are gargantuan uh, funnel suck systems that just they're like plugged into your fucking heart and they just they take everything out of you money blood everything there's yep. nothing there's nothing that you've got left that uh, i guess the only thing you've got left is your enjoyment of the sports well, i and met so, my husband at so, my university if you get, yeah. if you get, i got laid a few times at michigan if you get Dude, rid best of that, parties ever bro Honestly, if you get rid of that, if you get rid of that thing, that last thing, maybe you feel like life is meaningless. And I think maybe you got to get there first. Get to the point where life is meaningless, then go to college, then understand that all these people are fucking bloodsuckers and fucking vampires. And then, you know, maybe it's not so much of a shock when you find out that like literally every single like structure and, and layer of this university system is designed to uh, ex- exploit and in fucking pillage every little bit of humanity there actually is you know i mean like what what is common what is common across all of these just this is the same thing as when uh you know it was like uh, flint the the flint water crisis then you find out all of a sudden holy shit this is fucking ubiquitous across the country it is ubiquitous it is thousands and thousands and thousands of different districts have the exact same fucking problem. The only reason Flint gets attention is because Flint was in the middle right in the beginning. And the same with all these football programs. Can you imagine what these fucking doctors are getting away with in some of these random ass fucking colleges that don't have a lot of publicity? Then there's there's just some shithead who's you know or maybe <laughs> shithead. Sorry. There's just like there's like some crusading journal journalist student that's writing for like the uh the fucking oakland gazette you know <laughs> and the hits just keep on coming who's like uncovering all this shit and then he just gets he gets like uh rolled into a blanket and thrown in the desert yeah you know I mean? <laughs> there you go yeah. 
buried oh, underneath the the red fox in West Bloomfield. Fuck the bozos. Well, anyways, look, we have uh, another email we didn't get to. We need to get to that, and then we got to get out of here. So let's move on over to Brian's email for this week. We went to the question from last week that was for Scott specifically, so thank you for that. Here's this week's email from Brian. Fantastic song choice, Castillo. He loved it. That was Rogelio Castillo closing out last week's show with Sloan. I fucking love Sloan. One of my favorite bands growing up. That's it. Best outro song to Is It Safe Pod so far? Wow. Oh. Damn. What'd you yeah, go out with? Some, some Sloan shit? Yeah. Money City Maniacs. Okay. Is that right, Luke? Do you remember? Oh, no. I, I have no idea what the names of any of these songs are. <laughs> I was also wondering what you guys think about the current division within stand-up comedy. Referring to the assertion by some big-name comics that, paraphrasing, comedy can't offend be funny anymore due to cancel culture hysteria and the response from some of the most respected in the game like mark Marin, on his what the fuck pod last year that again paraphrasing here they're full of shit and comedy has always changed with the times i love stand-up and i'm actually kind of torn on this subject myself what say you gentlemen brian oof that's good. I like that. I mean, I think that maybe someone like Bill Burr has been able to get away with mm. more mm-hmm. political incorrectness, but it's kind of hardwired into his act. It's like it is his angle. So you know who Bill Burr is. It's it's who he's been since I don't know when. First time I heard him was probably 12, 14, I don't know, 12 plus years ago. And that was always him. So maybe you're you get kind of like grandfathered in where it's like, sure, cancel culture is going to come for everybody. But you could just say, like, "Eh, check the report. Like I've been saying inappropriate shit for 15 (laughs) years. So I think comedy, it's kind of like, you know, you just got to go there. I I, fuck fuck cancel culture. I, I, I think I believe in the institution of stand up comedy. And, and I fuck you all be, very much. And fuck you. And this is America, Jack. And you can say whatever you want. I, I, <laughs> I don't know. I'm not a stand-up comedian, but if I were, this is America, like, Jack. I would like to be able to say some questionable things in the name I of this kind of navigating what it is we can and can't, you know, find humor in. So fuck you, dickhead. All right. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> it seems what does it seem like Mark Marin saying something different? Like, co- like comedy isn't this holy fucking bastion? Oh yeah, what what is room? Mark Marin saying? Is he? I've made a huge mistake. I feel like Mark Marin uh, does does nothing to ape other people's opinions. So let, let's. Uh, I'm curious what Mark Marin. Are you a regular Mark Marin listener? No, I tried. <laughs> I tried. I tried so many times. See. Fucking sucks, but you know. Oh, but he had President Obama on his show. That's why. There you go. <laughs> See, now you've nailed it. Now you figured it out. This is like the crux. Okay. Yeah, he, well, he was he was doing nothing but but but. Okay, I'm not gonna say it, but you can en- say he wants. enjoyed he enjoyed the meeting with Barack very. Oh, much. he loved it. He came in his pants big time. Mm-hmm. Oh, there you go. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, who wouldn't? I'd I'd love to come in my pants if I was talking to the president. 
I think one thing we need to really... I said that specifically for Eric to hopefully cut that piece of audio and bring that back to us someday. <laughs> yeah, if he listens to it again. Um, yeah, man, I mean, this is... This shit is fucking insane. I mean, the political correctness is a, a system of, like, opprobrium. There is, there is no logical there there's no actual like reason to for anyone to to really believe that saying the appropriate and the right thing at the right inappropriate time is actually somehow liberating or good in any particular way there there is no moral theory that is universalizable that underpins all of this that suggests what you could say that is correct you're always going to be teetering on the edge of incorrect and correct you'll never know you'll never know because in the end that that judgment is going to be subjective so it's it's entirely pointless but the entire system of political correctness is a system of control and so cancel culture is a reaction to that cancel culture is or cancel culture in and of itself in the in the fact that it it actually is the it is the like punitive response to people like speaking their minds is uh, is probably one of the more fascist impulses that we have in culture. So I think it's all, it's all complete fucking nonsense. And I, I literally, I literally think words can't hurt people physically. I understand the idea of a white man saying the N word, but what like what did Louis C.K. say? You yeah, put that fucking good. word in my fucking head. Every time you say N word, you put the word in my fucking head. I wasn't Whoopsie thinking it. Daisy. I wasn't thinking it. Now I'm thinking it. And just think about how useless it is. Just think about how fucking useless it is. And and give up give up on everybody else that cares. Just let go of all those people. Just fucking like like uh you know Bill to uh Bill Bird, great example. Um, he's talking about curling, you know, just letting the letting the stone go. Just, <laughs> you know, just let it go. Like, that's what he did with religion. Just fucking let it go. Let it go. And it's gone. It's gone. We don't need to fight about you, it. Yeah. It's, you allow it, it's gone. You allow it's it to get far over. enough away. You can't hear it. It's completely deal. over. It does not. Fuck. It, it matters because these fucking chimps fucking like to keep pushing it and uh, it's like individual they, they, experiences Luke. yep no 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 you can't yes, it is it, but that's, no, it's that's like that's when you problem. obsess over what problem. someone says to you in your life like if, if you can't let go of what someone says about you in a moment where you have a discussion no, no, no. or like yes it is it's the same thing where people just can't let things go because they're not focused on the wrong things or they're focused on things that are doing them no good at all by obsessing over what's wrong or this is what's wrong this is what's wrong it can happen at the macro or micro level like that mm -hmm. with comedy and then it happens in individual experiences between relationships where people are just it's like why are you harping on this you let me know? ask you let me ask you a question do you have do you have like do you have an example of something you're thinking about in particular oh i'm not trying to be i'm not trying to be a dick i'm just curious if you've got <laughs> There's a okay, so there's two people I there's two people I know, and they just keep harping on the same thing over and over again. They're dating, they're together. They keep coming back to the fact that this person said this thing that they no longer believe. Mm -hmm. uh, it had to do with okay. um, 
it had to do with COVID, I believe. It was like, it was just a comment they made. But this other person always brings it back constantly because that person said it. But the person's like, I, it was an accident. It was stupid. I don't know why I said it anyways. It was just in the moment. I say mm-hmm. things, days go by. Right. Ah, the old ammunition. Let bullshit. that shit go. Just let it yeah. go. Yeah. Fucking let it go. Because people exactly. don't want to be walking it's around. Done. People don't want to be walking around without, you know, a thousand rounds of ammo. And that's, <laughs> that's like, that's, it's the insecurity. It's the fear factor. It's, yeah, it's, this, this kind of crap is just like, like fried into our motherboards where we just need, <laughs> we need validation and ammo and, and United States real. culture. Yep. It's just yeah. fear. Everything's based on fear. Letting uh, shit go. Designed this way. So. Every mm-hmm. tomorrow, tomorrow morning when you wake up, we're going to be living in a world less willing to just, quote, let things go. I promise you. And next, this time next week, we're going to be living in an even more we don't want to let things go world. So it's total chaos. It's a whatever controls just, us the most is what they want. That's how I'm it's all not, been set up this way. So. I'm a proponent of say what you want, do what you want, and deal with the fucking consequences. If you're a white dude and you want to go, if I want to head out here in the mean streets of my neighborhood in Detroit and start dropping end bombs because I think that's a good idea, I better be able to fucking deal with the consequences because there will be consequences. Okay, that's was this Die Hard three? That is, this is not, yeah. it was just thinking the same thing. You're wearing a sandwich board. You're walking around. Yeah, 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 yeah. Harlem. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, this is what I want to do. All right, sweet. Walking like, around fucking Inkster with the fucking sandwich board on. No, the thing is that that would not. However, (laughs) what I'm getting at is if you did that and got shot, that would not be you getting canceled. That'd be you getting fucking murdered for being a fucking racist asshole. Yeah. Or so, maybe what if you aren't racist? What if you're just different. mentally ill for a moment and it just something happened like same. That? Yeah, same. Oof. Well, it, so you, who the who the fuck shoots somebody for saying something that fucking insane? That's crazy. Why oh, would you I ever do see that? that. You would it never do that. Dep- I could absolutely see that happening in certain situations. Maybe, maybe, but not maybe, even a maybe. But- okay, whatever. Who cares? It's theoretically stupid. My point being <laughs> is that Luke, at the end of the show last week, we talked about I said that when did I let society pacify me so much? And I really thought about this a lot. Over last week, I mentioned it to Leanne, and I and I see this tying into what we're talking about here is all of this stuff is set up in a way, and I, I just always forget about it. Even though you talk about the colleges, how do we not know all of the things that you described about the the cruelty or the the emptiness, the void that is college, and that they're just there for the money 24-7. It's not about anything in particular, about your well-being. It's a business. Yeah, it's a business. Yeah, it's it's a business. All business. Yes. Yeah. It all connects to all of this, and and every structure is set up with very clear intentions. These things aren't just naturally popping up. The United States government did just pop up naturally. The media structure, the mainstream media, which is not the mainstream media that your father is telling you about. I'm just talking about the overall structure of media in this country is set up with a specific design. This is all designed a certain way. So I see the stuff as all connected and I forget about that sometimes, even though I know it. That's my, that's my point. I, what is, I've learned this stuff, but then I forget about it because I just don't want to think about it all the time because it would mm-hmm. make my head explode. And for sometimes sure. I want to enjoy my life for a moment. And it's that's what mm. this background anxiety is in this country, 24-7. It's in the background all the time. 
You, yeah. you en- constantly enter, get to enjoy your life. You just enter opioids it. and alcohol and exactly. Yeah, you just escape from it. Escape from the bullshit. Yeah, because sure. because there is no there is no power. There are no levers that you can pull. You're completely fucking powerless, alienated. You have absolutely no possession at all whatsoever over your own ability to uh, survive in this particular type of uh, construct. I mean, what what is it that really is your point? I mean. Cue the money, money, money song. Are you concerned? I can't take it anymore. (laughs) (laughs) But Mike, what what is what what was your point ultimately? I made my point. That's it. It's all connected. Uh, I didn't get what your point. Oh, it's all connected. Yeah, of course. You go back and listen to the show. You let me know. No, I no, I can, I can definitely. No, I know what you're. It's not coherent enough. It's not quite coherent enough. I'd have to work on it. Maybe reframe it. But uh, makes sense in my head. Yeah, I guess in in general, my my thing about like this college stuff is like it's it's always hilarious to me when people are uh, surprised or disappointed. It's like for me, this this is the ultimate conclusion of setting up any of these types of structures. That's how they work. They are the they thing. are based yeah. on exploitation and and extraction. But that's the other and, thing. The cancel culture is related to college too, because of all this stand-up mm-hmm. comedy stuff that people get pissed about in the stand-up comedy realm. It comes from playing colleges and people swearing off not playing colleges anymore because they got it wrong again. It's it makes sense to those are chastise. cowards. Those are fucking no, cowards. They are cowards because they're not actually. If they used all that group energy, or if there was a group that was getting pissed at a, I don't Bill Burr. We're using the Bill Burr example tonight. Bill He's Burr's playing here. We're example. pissed about the, Yeah, we're pissed about what he says all the time. What if he took all that energy and you like yeah. marched to the front door of the Regents' fucking yeah. boardroom or whatever instead? Like, it's just all misguided and wrong. And, that's, and they design it that way. It just doesn't happen like that. I'm telling you, because it's also easier to confront some comic who has no supportive power structure behind him. That's a really important point, I think. You think about it, oh, a comic's a millionaire. Okay, yeah, maybe that comic is a millionaire, but they don't have a, a system, a structure behind them that is supported by decades of reinforced bullshit. It, actually, they it's called the Constitution, uh, you know, mm-hmm. first, first Amendment. Uh, it's been around for a minute. It's been around that's, for a while. That's not what I'm saying. It's, it's been around it's not about for, what they're saying. for a long time. It's about the crumbling of their... They would they would be right. No, that's, they would that's, win a why lawsuit. They're, that's why they're fucking cowards. People like Jerry Seinfeld who like refuse to do this. And I'm like, good, because his stand up is fucking trash. Even <laughs> though even though I love uh, the show, Seinfeld, wow. I absolutely cannot tolerate a fucking minute of his it's hard to hear, man. stand up. It is what, so bad. It's so fucking bad. He what is you been just, like. Sorry, go ahead. Well, uh, sorry, Mike. What you were saying was just. <laughs> I've actually been watching Seinfeld for the last couple weeks, but uh, yeah, it's I watch uh, it. cancel it's, constantly. It's, it's canceling comedians while the world burns, right, Luke? That's, Absolutely, that's, yeah. Ben Burgess. That's that's the way to sum it up. And as far as college, it's goes, just silly. It's silly nonsense. The only thing you can do, the only agency you have, is to try to train yourself, like I've been doing. Not saying I'm doing a good job. But for 17 years, I've trained myself to just pretend that my student loans don't exist. (laughs) My student loans don't exist. Yeah, I don't. I I believe that wholeheartedly, by the way. Like, call me every six months and I'll say, okay, I want a (laughs) forbearance and then we'll just move on. Exactly. I'll fucking fucking die one day. That's the only like the only move I have. That's my only chess piece left. 
Yes. If you're not trying to work the system, then you're not trying, man. Come on. Exactly. You gotta. No, I know we can't win, but shit. I gotta try. Fuck, at least I can ignore you for 20 plus years. Exactly. Ultimately, <laughs> you know, ultimately, like, the, the idea that, you know, we're canceling communities while the world burns, it's the set of priorities that we have. It is the same thing that we've talked about before, which... You know, when we're talking about like uh, BLM versus whatever. So Black Lives Matter. OK, cool. They do. We're we're all on board with that. However, uh, that entire movement has nothing to say about uh, the classist fucking system that we have and about how to actually do anything universally that actually improves the lives of the people that they have. It is a series and system of of. Uh, you know, competing, competing platforms that are never going to resolve themselves because the whole point is that they compete and they continue to compete and they never get to, they never get to a fucking resolution. And that is actually serving the, serving the ruling class that will always serve the ruling class. That is literally how they keep everybody fucking cowardly um, and stuck in their, stuck in their ways and afraid of shit. Like, stuff like fucking cancel culture it's not a thing it doesn't actually exist it would say it is a manufactured idea that came up in the last like four or five years and it basically comes from a very reactionary group of people a lot of these comedians um they are maybe they're liberal but none of them have any real clear political affiliations none of them are none of them are like basically outward outwardly leftist or anything they just are upset that they can't say what they want to say so they fucking freak out and they turn they make everything into fucking cancel culture and like it's that not a real it's not real it is it's an idea it's something you see on fucking cbs sunday morning but it's not like an actual it is not a real actual fucking force. All it is, it, in a way that it is a force, it is a force that like shuts up the fucking cowards or makes them louder. All it does is it like it makes people, it makes like comedians feel like they can't say what they want. And it basically exposes the fact that they're totally fucking insecure about the fact that they don't know what to say because they don't connect anymore at all to like the fucking monoculture that we have. So they're Beautiful. upset. They're upset. I'm upset. That's right. That's a good song. Too. That's a perfect way to wrap up the show. Well done. Thank you, Brian, for the email. Thank you, everybody, for listening. You guys kill it, man. You guys always kill it here on the show. We hope that you enjoy what we do, because if you don't, then maybe you're a nihilist. or I don't know. Maybe you're like a sadomasochist. Uh, I trust it was a very uplifting uh, episode of Is It Safe? <laughs> this history will show this is one of our more positive efforts. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, that's really funny. So we're closing it out with uh, I'm Upset by Drake. What do you yeah. think of that? Canceled. I'm upset. He's upset. Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay, we're not doing that one. I was just kidding, but it was funny. All right. Uh, <laughs> that's actually funny because uh, I was... I was going to lean into it and then keep trying to add. add yeah, this. but then, yeah, I was going to let it go. But if you, you said stuff, so I, there's no talking over the final I song. Ruined once it. we I once know. we close it out with the post, you know, there's no further talking. Well, it's because it's uh, I, I think Drake is. 
complete trash. So well, you've never been to Toronto, man. You got to get Toronto. Oh well, I yeah, haven't maybe. been. To, I have not been. No, I've been to Toronto. Head to the six, about? motherfucker. Hey, I was <laughs> I was in Toronto when you were supposed to be in Toronto. By the way, asshole. Oh you yeah, boy. I just I just walked into that one, didn't I? Holy shit, that is not cool. I didn't. Yeah, I re- oh, man, was, I just. Ooh, do you want to regale people right now at the end of the end of the episode? Oh, it's true. What, what no, I, I, abs- I what absolutely. Did you do? What did you I didn't do? get enough sleep, and I decided to sleep. No, that's oh, oh, good. Okay, that's it. That's the end of the story. Well, you got there was a show. I believe Hot Water Music was playing in Toronto. You believe? That's correct. They were definitely. Uh, there was tickets. Luke, Steve, and me. Dave was there another four? Oh, Dave. That's right. Yep. Okay. My favorite and band on the planet. And who's playing uh, in a couple of weeks? So it's, you know everything's gonna be fine. You're so lucky for that. Or else, well, we've we've seen Hot Water eight hundred thousand times, anyways. I know, but every time is very special. It's we very saw them new. in New York. We see them in Chicago. I've seen that band everywhere. Um, Actually, we did see it in New York. So you, you're you're able to you're able to sleep through the fucking caravan going into the other country where there's <laughs> where you have connections and you yeah, fucking yeah. slept in Ann Arbor. You, you I'll tell you this. Oh my god! And the you world closed asleep. down. The world closed down. Six weeks after that, so I really should have gone. I would have because I was, I was really regretting that after that because that's when COVID hit six weeks later, and I was like, boy, I wish I would have gone to that show. John Scott doesn't know what we're talking about. Here's what happened. Uh, it's clear it was a show nope. in Toronto. Nope, Mike, uh, Mike set this up, set the wheels in motion. Everybody was on board. It was super exciting. Uh, we all we all agreed to meet in uh, Windsor in Windsor because Mike was supposed to be in Windsor. We crossed the border. That's true. We crossed the border. We ended up in Windsor. We're like, where the fuck are, what the fuck is going? These My girlfriend weird, lives in Windsor. These weird ass restaurants, you know, like these burger joints that look like, uh, they look like, <laughs> they look like a Popeye's chicken, but it's like a burger joint. And, and also a place where you play Kino and, and, and a, in a Euro cafe. It looks like you could, you could mm-hmm. buy internet there. You could basically buy internet there. It, it's a, these are all strange. That everything in Windsor is super weird, and uh, I called Mike. Uh, I would, I would assume probably thirty-eight times, and that's not a joke, because he was supposed to meet us right there. That was the pickup point, and then we were going to to- Toronto. No answer, no calls, nothing, and the reason I'm still saucy about this is that I'm the one that gets shit. Every time I'm not on time for uh, anything Mike schedules. Because Mike got is, that ammo. Aforementioned ammunition. He's a schedule man. Like Mike will Mike is the one that like fucking makes everything happen for some reason this one time. And apparently he was tired and fell asleep and then slept too long. That's true. And That's, yeah. that was it. That ruined the entire weekend. I could have got motivated though, and I didn't. So ruined the entire weekend. Except for Steve and Dave are great. Uh, and we had hey we you let me tell you something you low life lying four flushing sack of shit that's me i'm the sack of shit that was funny and uh, and also like that gives you a green light to uh tell people about how fucking stupid and ridiculous i've been in the past so go ahead no uh, no no i, I, I only do, i only i'm feel, not here to i only feel like i can say that because you're you're the go-to guy for me 
and if you are not aware of what's happening, I'm like lost. So what the yeah. hell happened to you? Uh, well, yeah, I blew it. Tip for tat's not my thing. Charming right. compliment. <laughs> it's a 50 so was- <laughs> <laughs> It's a bad double-edged sword. So I was listening to a podcast today that's by my friend Al Melchior. He's a really good dude. It's called You Mean an Album. Uh, If you're into a guy who doesn't know a lot about an album and you want to learn about it, check it out. You Mean an Album. But this week's was about Yola Tango. So I figured we'll throw on some Yola Tango for the road here, which is Luke's going to hate this, but we'll see how it goes. Either way. Stop it. You'd be surprised. It's not as exciting as uh, it's not as uptempo as Hot Water or Bad Religion, but it is the other Tango Little Eyes. Thank you so much for listening. It's a safe pot at gmail.com or emails. And we'll catch you guys next week. Hopefully nobody dies on Friday. <laughs>